Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. This is not so popular. We are not so popular issues in the Muslim community are discussed. Alhamdulillah, on the last episode, I had an amazing discussion with a beautiful sister on mental mental health literacy in the Muslim community. And Alhamdulillah, we got lots of reviews and comments, which I am very, very grateful for. Thanks a whole lot for the responses. It's made me feel um, very good. And it gave me like a push towards making more of this podcast. So Alhamdulillah, uh, just so you know, um, the topic mental health literacy in the Muslim community would be discussed as often as possible because we cannot overemphasize the importance of mental well-being in everyone, Muslim or not. So, inshallah, I'll be treating more topics that tilt towards the direction of mental health and how you can um, attain mental stability through your ibadat and your worship may allah make it easy for us all so today inshallah will be this i will be discussing self-confidence as a muslim and i will talk about what self-confidence should mean as a muslim like i'll let us understand the little i've learned when it comes to self-confidence in the islamic frame so as a Muslim, what should self-confidence mean to you? And also, why should you as a Muslim be confident? A whole lot of people would feel like confidence has something to do with pride, whereas they are like completely opposite. Confidence actually brings humility. When you're actually confident, you're more humble than prideful. So inshallah, we'll delve more into that. And also how to attain confidence as a Muslim. Now, what is confidence? Confidence is actually a self-love and self-trust, self-love and self-trust emotion. It's a love-based emotion that stems from self-love and self-trust. But as a Muslim, our self-love and self-trust should come from the belief that Allah that Allah is like the one that gives us the ability to be able to do things. Our confidence in our abilities should stem from the belief that Allah alone is the one to rely on. It should stem from trusting Allah. It should stem from um, our faith in Allah, our trust in Allah and our reliance on Allah. Okay, let me let me break it down. The thing is, as a Muslim, your confidence should not come from, I can do it. Of course, we know you can do it. But the basis of that, I can do it, should be from trusting that Allah would make it happen. Allah got me. Like, Allah is with me. That should be where your source of confidence should be from. Your confidence should not be from... um feeling like oh i'm enough for myself i can once i put my head to it i don't need to pray i don't need to in fact even if i pray i'm just going to pray because it's good to pray but what we don't understand is that our self our self-confidence comes from believing that no allah is the one in charge 
just like an um, an hadith whereby the prophet was advising Abdullah bin Abbas um in that hadith um, one of the Nawawi collections where he, the, the major advice there was that if um, everybody in the world comes together and um, conclude that they want to help you, that they would not be able to help you. They would only help you if Allah has willed it. And if they all come together saying they want to arm you, they will only arm you if Allah has willed it. So knowing that your your success, your failure, your abilities, your your good, your bad, all comes from Allah. And trusting that Allah would always be with you. Allah hears your prayer. Allah would always, whatever happens, be it good or bad, Allah has given it to you for a reason. Believing in your qadar, that, okay, qadar is something that is inevitable. I have to believe that my life is based on destiny. And, of course, working towards good things, but if you work so hard and it does not come to pass, you know, oh, I'm sure Allah has something in store for me trusting allah majorly your confidence comes from trusting allah when you know that okay i tried something and it didn't work out well and you're like okay there's probably something allah is trying to make me see from this this could probably be my test from allah instead of you feeling down and losing your confidence that oh i failed the trust you have in allah that oh allah has something in this thing for me that would actually be um a better option that is what will make you still stand there and say okay i'm going to stand up and try again and that's what will make you keep trying but now let's look at it as muslims why should we be confident why do we need confidence like it might seem a little bit uh, like when i have when i have to learn when i have a whole lot to learn when i have other things to have i have not finished being kind i want to be confident so why should it matter as a muslim to be confident all right so the first thing is to practice islam confidently um a whole lot of muslims due to lack of confidence they end up um sacrificing or let me say compromising their deen to suit other people and you like it or not, whether you like it or not, this thing stems from you not having that confidence enough of that confidence to, you know, show up that I'm a Muslim, I'm proud to say it anywhere. And there's nothing, there's nothing you can say that would hurt me from, that would hurt me and push me towards not telling you who I am truly. So this is your confidence as a Muslim is what would actually give you that boldness to walk into a place and say, and you know why making a speech in public and say alhamdulillah without feeling like you know i've had several cases where you know muslims are up there instead of them saying alhamdulillah they'll say um glory be to god like and on a normal day you meet with this person on a normal day the person alhamdulillah alhamdulillah but then you're up there you're saying glory be to god so you can never find it um like that like in our system in other religions you see them owning up to their religion anywhere and we find that most muslim would even change their name to suit what the public wants because they cannot practice islam confidently they don't have that trust in allah that allah would always be with them no matter the stereotype no matter no matter the discrimination allah would always be with them once that trust in allah is not there then of course your confidence would be mm, would be pinched a little 
in fact, not just pinched the little, it will be punched in the face. So, so we need that confidence as Muslims to be able to practice our religion confidently. So, and also to be able to study the religion and rep and present our, our, what we have learned well. Like, it's confidence that makes you, um, you know, after spending a whole lot of years in the madrasa, reading and, and learning so much about the deen, and you are not confident, there is no way you are going to benefit the masses with what you have learned. A whole lot of sisters are out there that are half is us, and they are not even confident enough to start up a sisters only school where they teach sisters more Quran. A whole lot of sisters are there that you know, not much, at least in this case, not too much sisters. But we have sisters who are actually you know, um, very good with martial arts, but they are not confident enough to bring other sisters together and you know, present it to them. Because whether we like it or not, everything we do as a Muslim is ibadah. So we should we should know that um, if we are teaching people men, um, karate or taekwondo, we are also doing ibadah through it. Because we we, no matter what, we are still imparting something. We are imparting a beneficial knowledge. So being able to study and present Islam well comes... It's confidence. So that is why as a Muslim or a Muslima, you need to be confident. Also, it helps us in repenting from sins mm, and not giving up. It helps us um, go back to Allah. Once we have that confidence in Allah, that reliance in, on Allah, that mm, who else will I go to? It's Allah. I, I, I don't even have any other person to go to except Allah. Whenever we sin, we still turn back to him. Ah, I have strayed. Oh Allah, forgive me. Is that confidence that will push us towards turning back to Allah? Because we know that oh, no matter no matter how how much effort I put, I have no I have no power in making anything work out except by the will of Allah. And the same Allah that has the will to turn my life over within a second, I'm still straying. I'm still offending. I'm still not being obedient to him. So no matter what you just, okay, I need to turn back to Allah. It is what keeps us from doing, um, from committing sin. And also what actually makes us go back to Allah after sinning and seeking for repentance and helping us not give up on developing ourselves. Also, it helps us, um, it helps us with um, methods of dealing with negativity. It gives, it equips us with the knowledge of dealing with negativity, and also helps us being comfortable with our flaws. Let it. It helps us know that oh, I'm a human being. I would flaw. I would make mistakes. I would have setbacks. It's it's something that is normal. And Allah has even said that it's those that He loves that He actually tests. So if I'm going through a test, if I'm going through hard times, if things are not going well for me, I should see it as a test from Allah. And being comfortable with the fact that, okay, these are what Allah has given me. You are comfortable. Alhamdulillah. I, I am not as um, intelligent or I'm not as brilliant as so-so-so person. Alhamdulillah about that. Then now, when you are comfortable with it, it gives you a clear space to be able to think that, ah, okay, I'm not, I'm not good at this thing. 
what else can I do? You keep thinking. So it builds your um your thinking faculty and makes you confident and even comfortable with yourself and knowing that okay i'm a human being with flaws and i own up to my flaws and I, i'm going to work on my flaws and make sure i get better meaning i'll be better no matter what it makes you have that mindset of i would get better i would get better and it helps you be yourself of course that's like the known thing about confidence we all know that confidence is what pushes everybody to be themselves. When you're okay with your flaws, you know, you make mistakes, you know, you own up to your mistakes, you, you accept set, setbacks. It makes you be yourself. You, are, you don't have anybody to please accept Allah, so you definitely be yourself. And it also helps productivity. Once you are confident, you are able to think, you're able to know, okay, this is my flaw, and this is where, this is where I'm good at, and this is where I'm bad at. You know yourself. There is self-awareness in confidence. You are self-aware when you are confident. So, it helps you know all these things. And then it makes you more productive. In the sense that when you know your flaws, your weak point and your strong point, you know exactly which direction to go to where you need to work on anything. Now, we should also understand that self-love and self-trust comes from trusting Allah. If you don't trust Allah, you will not be able to trust your abilities in yourself. Because the truth is, whenever um, we keep making effort on something and it does not come out the way we want it, we tend to feel bad about ourselves. And then we've forgotten that we are not even in control of these happenings. We are not co- in control of the incidents. So we, we beat up ourselves. We keep beating up ourselves. I tried my best. I tried my best. I kept trying. It's not working out. And then we're forgetting that there's there's a, a a supreme being controlling the situation. And if Allah has made it like that, that okay, it has not become successful. We need to be able to trust Allah. It's, okay, this is my own trial. Allah wants to test me, and He won't test me except He loves me. So let me accept this trial and look for ways to move past this trial. I know it's not easy for anybody, but it's always a work to keep. It's always a work to keep um, going. It's it's something you have to keep going. It's a work in prog. It's a work in progress. You are not. It's never something complete. You can't say I'm completely confident. I know. You would have to keep working towards attaining confidence and maintaining confidence. So, also we have to understand that true confidence comes from the ability to trust that you that who you have matters. What you say matters. And what you give matters. Anything you do is completely unique and necessary. Don't dwell on your past mistakes. And don't don't uh, hold on to past failures. As a Muslim, confidence in our abilities comes from confidence in our creator. Believing in Allah, relying on him and trusting him. So now, let's go into ways by which we can build our confidence as, our, uh, as a Muslim. First of all, of course, we all know as a Muslim, the first thing, the major thing, everything we do is for Allah, we know. So if we are going to build our confidence, the first thing we need to do is to fix our relationship with Allah. Work on our relationship with Allah. Keep striving. It's not easy. Nothing. In fact, 
nothing is easy but you have to keep striving keep striving towards attaining a good relationship with allah from the good you go to the better from the better you go to the best be even allah may allah make it easy for everybody <laughs> it's not easy to be in a good place um when it comes to fixing your relationship with allah you have to keep working it's not in fact you you you'd fall and you'd have to pull yourself up again create a relationship with allah whereby you can be able to talk to allah like you talk to your best friend cuz once you have created um a connection with you and allah you are able to talk to allah oh allah i've been doing this thing for a long time it's not working help me oh allah help me and if this is a test make it easy for me to accept give me that confidence in fact it's there's a shortcut to it fix your relationship with with allah then pray to him to give you confidence like it's so easy but no it's not that easy um it's not that easy but fix your relationship with allah that's the first thing and in anything in this world if you want to actually attain any any status well be it um when it comes to the religion be it worldly status you know you have to fix your relationship with allah first then your attitude towards the world hmm the way you see the world the way you view the world actually matters you should also understand that this dunia is temporary it is not a forever thing stop holding on to dunia a lot of us do it without realizing it we do it without realizing it like we actually go um we we see things and we crave for them and we let our cravings for them get to us so much that we feel like we are not enough for not having those things okay you saw um a sister driving a car and you looked at her ha oh, mashallah she wears hijab just like i do she she uses jilbab just like i do how come she's riding a car and you can't just say mashallah and say okay this is her this is our own baraka mashallah i'm going to strive towards getting it may allah make it easy and take your mind off it putting your mind too much on the world on the on the way you view the world the way you see the world ah i have to have this i have to have this once your mind is like attached to the world definitely your confidence would have issues because you you keep doing things to please the world whereas forgetting that who controls the world allah that's the in fact once you please allah once allah is pleased with you the rest comes easy like you get to you know you you create a gap between what you want and what you actually need and when you actually want something you don't let it get to you so much because you know in the end you have to account for everything you want or everything you have and as much as possible you know that is allah that is actually giving people these things so why not just fix your relationship with allah make whatever you want janna based you know that okay my ultimate goal is al janna i'm not i'm going to try my best in the world but i'm going to try my best i'm going to try other when it comes to issues of janna so i i assure you that this is going to help you in your confidence and also your belief about yourself we should not let other people's wordings drain what we what we think about ourselves we should also understand that i am a, i am a last creation and i i i strive to be um 
a good worshiper to Allah. I have tried my best. I'm trying and I'll keep trying. I'm never giving up when it comes to my relationship to Allah. So anything anybody says, nobody actually knows what happens between you and Allah. Remember, it is what happens between you and Allah that actually matters most and not what happens between you and other people in the world. So fix yourself with Allah and leave people to say whatever they want to say. Inshallah, when time comes, you'll be able to, you know, the good thing about it is, once Allah is pleased with you, everybody is going to be pleased with you. Like, once Allah loves you, he's going to tell the angels to love you. And once the angels love you, they're going to spread your love to everybody. So, it comes that easy. Days. I think that's an adit. Or, yeah, it's an adit that says, um, when you gain the love of Allah, then Allah would instruct the angels to love you and then the and then it will put your love in everybody's heart so alhamdulillah islam has come with a whole lot of bonus that with a whole lot of bonuses that we should take advantage of so also your your circle of friends you need to work with friends that would boost your confidence not friends that will pull you down work with friends that will boost your confidence don't work with friends that will pull you down Always make sure that your friends are people who are always talking towards attaining a good level of deen, pushing you towards the good. Not friends that would always talk you down, pull you down. Or, in fact, it might not be that way. They might not talk you down. But if your friends are always talking others down, putting, people's da putting other people down, or discarding the effort of other people, most likely you tilt towards that direction. It is no news that birds of the same feathers flock together. So once you have friends that are in the range of not having um, self-esteem or having very low self-esteem, you fall into that situation because once your self-esteem is low you and you see other people, oh, she's how come she's so comfortable with the way she is? Why is she so comfortable? It becomes a burden to you because your self-esteem is low. You have not trusted Allah enough to know that ah, she's there. Inshallah, I will pray to Allah and I will get there. I'm going to try my best, walk towards it, pray to Allah and trust Allah and I will get there. If you are still in the position of putting other people down, khalas, you will not get anywhere. You will still be in your low self-esteem position and you will not fix your relationship with Allah. It will even make you commit more sins. You gossip. You backbite, you do a whole lot of things that are really not necessary. We have a whole lot of sins we commit on a daily basis than to add backbiting and gossiping into the list. So, also, how we deal with our mistakes, setbacks, and fear. Mm. All these things actually have a whole lot to do with um, attaining confidence. We should learn to understand that mistakes, setbacks, and fears, failures are not the end of the world. And as I said earlier, Allah will not put anything on a Muslim that would be like too much for Allah said it that He will not um put a burden on us. He will not put a burden that we cannot bear on us. May Allah make it easy for us to be able to bear whatever burden He places on us. Because Allah will not test us except he loves us. And that is something I want us to keep um, replaying in our head. This is a test from Allah. Allah will not test me except he loves me. And it is incumbent upon me to pass this test so that I can move forward. Because 
it's just like in a game you have orders you have to jump through some orders you have to jump through a order to get to level two from level one to level three from level two so that is just the way the the world works so you have to actually um understand that mistakes are not the end of the world you can always make things right you can always go through um all these things and walk past them it's okay to feel whatever um pain it brings it's okay to be hurt but healing working towards healing and leaving them behind not holding on to those past mistakes is what actually makes us a confident muslim also stepping out of our comfort zone don't stay in your comfort zone try your best don't say ha ah, i've gone to madrasa all my life i don't think i need to i need to study more again no when the time comes and people are talking about the dean and you don't have anything to say what would you how would you feel and then you start losing something and you feel like ah i should have done more and then when ah sam i said you start feeling bad that you have not done more thereby putting your confidence level on a low you are reducing the volume of your confidence and i'm sure we don't need that so as muslims one of the ways of you know gaining confidence is by stepping out of our comfort zone strive keep working work hard and be optimistic be very optimistic of course sometimes things go so bad that you kind of lose all form of optimism but it's it's always good to hold on to a tiny way of hope always have that thing you're holding on to if it's only alhamdulillah i'm still a muslim i've not left islam alhamdulillah you know, sometimes you get to a point that you feel like, ah, I'm a sinner, I commit zina, I drink, I do everything bad. God, what kind of a Muslim I am? Allah is not even going to look at me again. And then you keep draining your confidence. But then once you add that ray of, that ray that you're holding, ah, I'm still a Muslim. I'm still being a Muslim means I can still seek for forgiveness. Hold on to it. Always look for that that rope to hold on to that leads to the place of um brightness and light and happiness remember there's always a ray of hope in your life don't stop holding on to it and be self-aware know know your know your faults and know where you're good at know know your lane and set your boundaries always as a muslim you know okay this is what i can do work towards that thing work in that direction this is in fact, Allah loves consistency. If it's something little you can do, if it's something little you can do, keep doing it. And, you know, you keep walking towards that direction. Just like the issue of Tahajud. If it's just two rakas you can perform, keep performing those two rakas. And with time, Allah would, you know, you will get better. That is even in our day-to-day -day activities. You can only write a page per day. Keep writing that page per day. One day you, you move to three pages per day you move to three pages per day you move to four pages per day may allah make it easy for everybody so alhamdulillah today i i made us understand that self-confidence as a muslim does not come from just your abilities it also comes from your reliance on allah your tawakku you have to trust allah so and i also made us understand that as muslim our basis actually matter if your basis is not solely on allah you might have issues building your confidence and also i made us understand that um 
we need to we need confidence to practice our religion well to learn more about our religion repenting from sins for productivity dealing with negativity to be able to be ourselves anywhere and to be able to um accept our flaws and work towards being better people and also ways by which we can um attain confidence fixing our relationship with allah believing believing um our beliefs about ourselves and the world what we think about the world we should not put ourselves down we should keep we should we should not practice self um abuse whereby we just, ah, I'm, I'm i'm so stupid no don't say such things to yourself treat yourself so well that you would you pamper yourself in a good way and of course islam islam is not the kind of religion that tells you to pamper yourself at the expense of others islam says um um do what you want for yourself to your brother uh none of you is a muslim as the hadith of the prophet goes none of you is a muslim until he does what he wants for himself to his brother so how can i call i'm paraphrasing the hadith so um on that remember take care of yourself pamper yourself deal with mix, mistakes setbacks and fears not like the world is coming to an end but like a stepping stone to reach your goals step out of your comfort zone don't stay in one place and expect miracles work hard try your best keep trying don't stop you can take a rest but don't stop be optimistic and be self aware be optimistic and be self aware so i'm going to leave you with a few things i want you to um you know write your fears your setbacks read them digest them and tell yourself that they don't define you take a sheet of paper write your flaws your mistakes and your setbacks read them and tell yourself these things don't define me tell yourself that you would get better and allah has your back now wrap that paper up and throw it in the bin throw away anything that would affect getting your self confidence as a muslim and i'm sure allah would be with you all through the journey Remember, let me leave this with you too. Feel the fear, but do it anyway. If you're scared of something, feel it. Be scared. It's okay to be scared, but don't leave it. You keep doing it. Be confident and work towards maintaining your confidence. It's easy to attain something, but maintaining it might be difficult. Um inshallah I hope you all enjoyed um this little chit chat I had with you may Allah make it um an huja for me and not against me on the day of qiyamah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh